That is hardcore. This is hardcore shit. For me, it's harder and harder to resist. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hardcore Horror with Mike and Bridget. Bridget, how you doing over there? What's up, Mike? How are you? Ah, you know what? <clears throat> the spooky season's almost over. Halloween is here. It's been a wild and crazy month. Have you enjoyed it? Man, I have watched horror <laughs> movies every damn night of the month, awesome. which is kind yeah. of normal for me anyways, but um, you can stream a lot more during the month, so hell yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm not ready for October to be over with, but it's right. all it's all good, um, but yeah, I've seen some pretty good, I've seen some pretty good things lately. All right, cool, and we have a guest tonight, right? Bridget? Yeah, awesome. Who are we going to be talking to? Um, We're talking to Angela, also known as the Horror Ghoul. All right, very cool. Yeah, um, I think she's really into horror like we are, so it's pretty exciting to get to talk to her about it. Yeah, awesome. So, um, it's the month of October. I have watched so many horror movies this entire month that I thought that, you know, we could sit here and talk about all the movies I've watched. I've done Mm -hmm. a lot of rewatches. I've watched a lot of new things, but we're not, we don't want to be here all night. So I picked a top three that I really wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, so I've got it narrowed down to three. Um, right. you want me to go ahead? Cause I'm pretty sure that a couple of these are probably on your list as well. Maybe right. all three of them. I don't, okay. I'm not sure. So okay. do you want to, you want me to go ahead and rattle those off for you? Yes, please. Yes, sir. All right. So the first one is the new Halloween Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Okay. Otherwise known as otherwise known as Halloween sucks. I mean, go ahead. Uh, what, what, tell me what. Tell me what. You, <laughs> tell me what you think about it. Um, when the movie was over, I literally kind of thought to myself, "Well, I'll check that movie off my list." Um, <laughs> I, the, I, I. It's funny that you know. There's a lot of things that didn't make sense to me in the movie, and these might be spoiler alerts. So just kind of know that going spoiler in. Spoiler for, alerts. Go ahead, tell them. Right for Halloween ends. If you haven't seen it, skip past this little part. Yeah, skip past this part. Um, no, I had the the kid. The kid went mm. in, and I was like, first of all, why didn't Michael Myers kill him? Okay, he didn't kill him, and they kind of, and Michael Myers was all weak, and then later on, he got his strength back, and the whole plot was just fucked up. I'm like, you know what? It might have been a good movie if they left Michael Myers out of it. And and, and the fact that the previous movie you had um, Jamie Lee Curtis, her, you know, she in the previous movie, she was like, oh, had all these traps and she was like badass with her shotguns and she was ready to like just fuck him up. But then she's like, oh, well, I decided to just let all that go and just move into a house and no traps, no nothing. I'm like, mm, I don't think that's very realistic. I, I was so fucking disappointed in this movie. Um, it, I thought it was terrible. I would I probably would never watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it was not for me. You know what? There's a lot of fans out there that might like it and that's okay. But for me, no, I was very disappointed. So I'm thinking that you didn't like it either. Did you? Well, the audience is definitely split down the middle on this one uh, for sure. Uh, did I like the movie? Here's the problem I have with the movie is it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. Tonally, it, it just doesn't work. I mean, I can I get what he's trying to do with the movie, I think, maybe. But when you have a movie like Halloween where you set kind of the precedent of how Michael is, how he acts, how he behaves and everything, and then you bring on Halloween Kills and then you have him – okay, even though – and I saw interviews with David Gordon Green who said, yeah, Michael Myers is a man. He's, a, he's not supernatural. But in Cowling Kills, he gets shot and beat to death and how many times? But gets back up and kills all these people? Like, there was some supernatural components there, you know? And then, and I mean, he, he's not even limping at the end. He goes and kills her daughter, and he's just, like, ready to go, you know? But then... We cut to the the next one, and we see him all like weak and deformed, uh, you know, like barely can get around. Um, and and I agree, like him not killing Corey, uh, that's not that's not. I, I, I'm I, wait, so he's weak, so he's too weak to do it. But I I just don't see it. He's a killing machine. He would try to kill him at, at all costs, uh, you know. Um, and that's just and that breaks that character for me, and I don't like that. Uh, yeah, the focus of, of Corey, you know, and the granddaughter didn't do much for me personally. I didn't need it nor want it <laughs> kind of thing. It was an okay story, like you said. Um, but I, I, you know, if I just saw that story as itself, I'd have been like, yeah, it's an okay movie. It's not great. But as a Halloween movie, and especially as the one as the end of the trilogy and especially the end of the Jamie Lee Curtis legacy, I don't think this was the right way to go. Now, there is a online theory uh, about this movie, about these movies in particular, uh, the David Gordon Green movies, that they are actually just trilogy that matches up with the first trilogy. And it's really weird, but if you look at the fonts of Halloween, the original John Carpenter, and the fonts to Halloween, his one that brought you know brought it back, but it was supposed to be a sequel to that movie, right? They're exactly the same. If you look at Halloween Kills, the font to Halloween Kills, and you look at Halloween 2, the you know original Halloween 2 that followed John Carpenter's movie, those fonts are exactly the same. And just like that movie, they were both set in a hospital. Now, not completely, obviously, uh, with, uh, with Kills, but it was set in a hospital to some degree. And it also was brutal, more brutal... Like, the, like, Halloween 2 is more brutal than Halloween 1, you know, the original. Halloween, Halloween Kills is very brutal. A lot of people didn't like Halloween Kills. I liked Halloween Kills because I thought, you know, this is actually a, a good movie. We have a real slasher movie who's doing nothing but... The guy's doing nothing but slashing. And he doesn't die, which is the only Halloween movie he didn't die. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, and then you got Halloween Ends. And that font, if you look at the font, it's exactly like Season of the Witch part three which is a complete deviation from halloween with michael myers it only actually shows a commercial with michael myers and it's a very divisive movie uh, divisive movie a lot of people hate it a lot of people love it and he's kind of done that do you do you like that movie halloween three yeah i like it i like it what it is but you know I, i didn't go to the theaters to see it you know i i'm sure those people people might have been a little pissed off that michael myers wasn't in it you know 
Uh, I like it just fine, but uh, but so it's kind of weird. Like the you know the the theory is he's just kind of made his own version of those three movies, and the the last one being the decisive indecisive one that people are you know bickering about constantly because some some love it, some hate it, and it's totally totally not the same as the other two. So I, if that's what he meant to do, I don't know. That's a ballsy, weird move to make, and I'm not really sure why we do it. But, uh, I, I, you know, it worries me because he's now taking on the Exorcist trilogy now. And, I, you know, Exorcist is, is one of my babies, and uh, I it does worry me a little bit. I, I wasn't – I've watched it twice now. I did go back and rewatch Halloween Ends just to see if I maybe – uh, got the wrong feeling about it, you know. Sometimes I, you know, maybe I'm just in a mood or something. But uh, yeah, it's still not a. I don't hate. I don't think it's a terrible, terrible movie. I mean, but I think it just should have been done so, so much better. I agree. I agree with you that on a hundred percent. It's when I watched it, I was just like, I mean, it doesn't have Buster Rhymes in there doing karate. I mean, there's that. It doesn't have Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, you could take you could take certain things and say, "Well, there's not that," but it's just the storyline. The sto- they tried to do something different, and it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, the The story with Corey, I, I'm like, if that was its own little movie in itself, they could have done a lot with it, but. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to like, branch off and do a Haddonfield series, yeah, and all about the people, totally go yeah, for it. But, but a Michael making, Myers movie, uh, uh-uh. right? I wouldn't right. feel it at all. Well, especially when you're marketing it as you know the final showdown and stuff. And yeah, the showdown was honestly pretty weak. I thought, <laughs> you know, pretty weak. You know, I wanted a lot more um, uh, suspense there. I think you know with Jamie and Michael. Oh, agreed, one hundred percent. This reminds me, and I can't believe I'm actually admitting this on a podcast. But so, I know the month of Halloween. It actually, in my house, <laughs> Halloween is three hundred sixty-five days of the year. Yeah, yeah. So I watch, you know, extreme horror movies. Go- the gorier, the better. Every damn night before I go to sleep. Sometimes it triggers my brain a little bit, and. So I have the craziest dreams. Well, at um, one point in my life, I I did date um, someone. I'm not going to reveal any names, but I did um, date someone who played Michael Myers for a little. I did date him for a little while. And so I had this dream last night, Mike, that um, Michael Myers, he was in like his full mask and everything. And that we were dating and I was like, well, I mean, you're so weird and you don't talk, but um, I need you to like get to know my family and stuff. And and, and he always had a damn knife and I was so, and every time he would cut me sometimes and sometimes he wouldn't. I'm like, oh my God, I woke up and it's like, oh my God, the dream lasted forever. I was like, oh my God, this is the shit that I dream. (laughs) But I think I get that from watching all the 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 crazy horror movies. But. Well, that's a that's a that's a perfect metaphor for uh, a relationship, isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you what, dude. I'm telling you what. Even even the relationship I'm in now, um, uh, my man was like, "Oh my god, are you gonna like murder me in my sleep?" I'm like, mm, "Don't fucking piss me off, motherfucker." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. But no, he's like. 
you come off with some deep shit sometimes, Bridge, but um, no, no, I'm just kidding. Like, no, it's it's actually funny. It's kind of our joke, but yeah. yeah. Um, so movies we're talking about. So we talked about Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple more. There's a okay. couple more movies that um, I've watched that I wanted to talk about, um, which I've, I've watched horror movies damn every night this entire month which is normal life for me <laughs> but um three i wanted to focus on next one is terrifier two yeah okay have you, you seen this one i did okay all right so um i did like the first one better okay but but i will say that i'm not sure what they did with what, what damien did with um art's makeup he, he looked a little creepier mm-hmm. but damn i am never disappointed in the kills and the gore mm-hmm. and the terrifier movies ever i I'll, i will say that the little the little girl in there mm-hmm. i was like oh sorry oh wait Oh my God. <laughs> Rewind everybody. Um, spoiler. Spoiler. Um, yeah, no, if uh, it's no, sorry, spoiler alert, but I, that was a, a good twist on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm always dressing as clowns, killer clowns, like damn, damn near every damn year. I pull mm-hmm. off a different killer clown and I've even done like Captain Spaulding as a fr- as a female pennywise is a female and i was like how could i do art you know as a female but yet a, a somewhat of a female version and i thought the the makeup and the special effects um were really great were really good i'm never disappointed in the kills and the gore in the terrifier movies i did like the first one better i'm not gonna lie I did like the first one better, but the second one, I can't say that I was disappointed. Mm. All right. what? All right. I'm ready to hear your thoughts on it. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Michael oh. goes straight for the jugular, so watch out. <laughs> the overall, I liked it. I mean, yes, the, the, the gore was great. The kills and stuff were, it was really good. Um, I thought he did a really good job of trying to, like, put a story with the, the protagonist and everything and trying to, like, them and everything you know which is kind of hard in a movie when your focus is really on a guy who doesn't say anything you know um and that's your main focus for sure you know um and but you're trying to you know have this sort of connection with uh with the person he's going after uh my biggest problem with this movie is it's just too long uh it comes in at over two hours two hours and 18 minutes that's just too long of a movie i think for terrifier i mean it would have been good at a solid 90 maybe even a hundred minutes, but it's just too long. I think, I think it could have been chopped down a lot. Um, I did like a lot of the, the like fun stuff, like the song and uh, all the little playground stuff that they did. Um, some of the things like with the, with that you were talking about, spoiler alert with the girl, you know, at first we saw like, he was just imagining it, you know? And then like later on, everybody was, was uh seeing it and of course it gets into that 80s supernatural stuff there toward the end and it's uh so it it totally i will say the supernatural stuff i'm not gonna lie and this is definitely a spoiler alert but 
that was the one thing that I was like, this is so dumb. It doesn't even go with fucking movie. Like where she got the superpowers and, Uh you know, I was like, this doesn't even go with the damn film at all. Like it it, it doesn't even, it's not even a match. Like it just doesn't belong. Right. It was Um, a little cheesy. And, but, and of course there wasn't anything supernatural like that in the first one. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, you know, they're trying to they're trying to make him into be the new icon kind of thing. You know, obviously with the end credit scene and everything. Um, but uh, I mean, like I said, overall, I think it's a good movie. I mean, the kills are great. It's just again, I for a movie like this, I think you, you can't you can't go over two hours. You know, that's that's really where I was just like, come on, let's just end this thing. <laughs> you know, but uh, well, but yeah. I'm I'm ADHD, so I'm like, I don't think any movies <laughs> should go that damn long. And then then I'm watching the end credits, so I'm one of those because I am I am I'm a film lover. I am one of those weirdos that sit and watch all the damn credits. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Um, um, I want to say everyone's name and how they give them a shout out. And then after, you know, the credits are going up and it's like, oh, my God, it's almost like they have a little short afterwards. So did you mm-hmm. see that? Yes. Yes. Um, I was like, is this? I was a little confused and then it was and again and that's something that I mean it was just too long you know that, that what what they try to convey and get across with that little scene I yeah. could easily been like just a couple of minutes like it did I mean it, it kind of just dr- drug out you know and it, it yeah I, I, the editor could have could have chopped some stuff down and it would have been just as effective I think or better I agree with you. Something that should have took like a couple minutes ended up being into like a little short, like a 15 minute short. I feel mm-hmm. like. Right. Right. Cause you really needed that. To, that to me, it felt like that could have been like sort of the Carrie jump scare at the end Jason Friday 13th sort of ending yeah. kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it kind of just like played out. Like we're like, what, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the movie because that's um, no, no, I, the gore was, I'm a gore whore. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. a gore whore. I love some of the kills. The kills ah, are great. Very, the, plot, the length. You're right about that. But the thing about the Terrifier movies is not really heavy with plot. You know, again, they tried to do a lot more with the family and the girl and with you know and everything. They're trying to make you like her more. I think. But uh, yeah, there was those, there were some things in there. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, how did this person come up here and um, but the the kill scenes were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about the in the same thing with um, you know, Halloween ends. There, you know, there was a couple. There was some good kill scenes in there. I, the, I can say that about the movie. I hated the movie. Probably would never watch it again. But you know the some of the kill scenes were pretty good like the mm. one where he cut the guy's tongue off and it was going around on the record that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty fun i was like oh my yeah, god yeah. that's so fun i love it but i might watch it again i might watch it again okay. uh, wasn't my favorite movie but um i i did i think sometimes when you get you build these damn expectations for these movies that you hear all this damn hype and you're so hyped up for like two years. Right. And you're like, Oh, 
really okay right well that's the thing you know it was it was a trilogy planned from at least after the first one and it had been promoted for the longest time he knew the title of this movie forever and uh yeah you know maybe should have i don't know i mean i I get he said he made the the movie he wanted to make so you know there you go hey good yay good for him good for him so what's number three on your list number three on my list was um then this is something i would not normally watch okay um but the movie's called torn hearts yeah um um have you said okay cool you've seen it so um um katie seagal i'm a huge Mm -hmm. katie seagal fan i was a huge son of anarchy fan i love her um, not something I would normally watch at all, but I was like, Hey, it was, you know, some of it was filmed in Nashville. Yes. Yes. So I felt like I had to, because I'm a fan of her and I mean, it was okay. It was all right. Yeah. It was okay. It's, 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 a, it's supposed to be a horror movie. I feel like it was more like suspense, maybe. Um, but I, I thought it was a little different of a twist of something I would normally watch. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and gave it a gave it a go. And so I felt like it needed a shout out for me to talk about it tonight on the podcast. So um, I liked it. I would recommend it. Um, a lot of people would probably like it. Um, you know, na- the show Nashville was filmed here. Mm-hmm. And the first half of the movie reminded me a lot of the show Nashville. Right. Yeah. Because it's based about country singers, right? You know, yeah. Country duo. So, yeah. Um, and I'm from, I am a Nashville native and that is not my thing. But I was like, man, Katie Seagal, I'm going to give it a shout. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. And you know, and I and I love her as an actress. I know you. I don't think you've ever watched Sons of Anarchy, but mm, she no. is a bad fucking bitch. Right. Dude, she is badass. I love her. Love her as an actress. She's amazing. So well, married, married with children. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. To think to to think of her playing that role, mm-hmm. and then when you see her in Sons of Anarchy, you're like holy shit that is the same person no like she's so and so she um she's married to the director of sons of anarchy okay um and you know she's pretty badass actually so i I had to give it i had to give a go to um Gemma. Gemma is her name in sons of anarchy um but she's amazing she's an amazing character um awesome. you, you that's one it's not horror there there's some things in there that are pretty damn disturbing i think i even cried a couple episodes you might gotta you might have to like just check it what just do me a solid watch the first season just uh just to say you did it i've watched the first season probably three times i love it that much so and that's not only my thing but i'm a horror person Mm -hmm. but it was good enough it's it's that great so um, so, well, there's my three. So tell me a little bit about what you've been watching. Well, I'm going to torture you because I didn't break it down to three. I have a whole long ass list for you. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> that, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to run through these real fast, hopefully as fast as I can. Okay. All right. Some, some of these are rewatches. Yes. And some of them are newer stuff. We'll talk about 
at all. Like it's, there's just been so much stuff coming out. I tried to look to watch. I, you know, I didn't care. I couldn't keep up with all of it to be honest, but here we go. And this okay. has been, and this is, and also this has been in the span of four weeks, right? Instead of right. Two. Yeah. So the yeah. more, you know, it's just adding on, adding on. Okay. Here we go. Bring it on. Cheer or die. Cheerleading. Uh, the, the, the series bring it on has a new movie, a horror film. It's absolutely terrible. Avoid at all costs. <laughs> Terrifier. The first one, I went back to revisit that because I hadn't watched it in a while. Um, Legend of Boggy Creek. Hadn't seen that in a while either. The Mist. Event Horizon. Watched those two. I haven't seen those in a while. Uh, the next movie I watched was, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but it's Lux Eterna. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or not. <laughs> It's a, it's a new film by Gaspar No. Do you know that guy? I d- I don't. I this one I this one I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm familiar with all the other ones that you've shouted out, but that one I'm not. Yeah, he's the guy who did Irreversible and all that. You know that movie? Oh yeah, where everything's like backwards. Right, right, and yeah, cli- climax and yeah, and love and so I, I like his I like his work. So anyway, this is a weird movie. Um, <clears throat> two actresses, Patrice Dow. Uh, Daly and Charlotte Ginsburg. Now these girls, you, you would know these girls. Uh, the Patrice, uh, she was in Inside. She was the the she was the antagonist rather. She was oh. the antagonist in oh, Inside. Okay. okay. A- and Charlotte was. She's been in all kinds. She was in uh, that movie um, Antichrist, and she's been in tons of other stuff. Um, but anyway, this, so this movie is really weird. It's I would call it experimental. They label it as horror, but there ain't anything horror about it unless you feel. Unless you're probably like a part of a movie set and you feel like this is horrific to watch because it relates to your life. But there's really nothing horror about it other than the fact that it's set about burning witches. But it, So it's really about like Patrice is like a this director and she's like kind of having this chaotic behind the scenes stuff trying to make this film about burning witches. Uh, I mean, that's really it. I mean, it's interesting. It's weird. Uh, it's not. Oh, and here's the thing, though. At that those last, I don't know, five ten minutes of the movie. If you're epileptic at all, do not watch this movie. Don't even turn it on. But if you're not, if you don't have epilepsy, it's beautiful. It is a, it's like wildly beautiful. I don't know. I can't explain it. You have to have to watch it. But it's really cool to watch. But I mean, there's not much to it. It's really short. It's like fifty one minutes, something like that. Like very experimental film but again they, they label it as horror and i really don't think it is um up next watch the new hellraiser movie oh, yeah? on on hulu yeah i liked it i thought it was pretty good uh but you know i like i know a lot of people bitch about hellraiser because you know um the main guy is not there anymore um but i you know i i didn't like the 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 first one that they did uh without him but that last one that they did before this one for the new one I actually liked it. I thought they were kind of, kind of getting on the right on the right page again, and I think this one was pretty good too. They still don't tap in. There's nothing like the original. They they'll never replicate that, and it, this one does not at all because they don't really get what the, the movie is really about. I don't think they focus more on the pinhead character and the Cenobite characters and stuff uh, than that movie did. But but it, I think it's I think it was good. I think I really I, I liked it. It's almost like one of those where you kind of have to see like the first one to even understand what they're even talking about. Well, not to really, understand yeah. Pinhead's character. Well, not really, but because Pinhead's not in the first one that much, you know, not really. Not really. Not yeah. re- actually I mean, not really almost hardly at all. 
Right. So that that story was more like. So this the, one is more about his character. Well, it's yeah, it's now it's a her, but yes. Uh, oh, it's a her now. Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And um, um, so yeah, it's mostly about the it's about the box and everything, and, and okay. I mean it's it's a it's a pretty decent story. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Up next was uh, the Jeepers Creepers Reborn, the new Jeepers Creepers movie. Pretty bad, pretty bad. Uh, you know, they tried to revamp the thing, and, and I was kind of hopeful about it because actually I love the original Jeepers Creepers. Two, uh, it's okay. I, I don't really love it. I know some people do. Uh, three wasn't really my cup of tea either. So I was hoping if they would come back and kind of, you know, make it good. But yeah, it was that's really cheap. So, that's so funny because the first one I saw in the movie theater, uh-huh. I was just kind of like, eh. The second, like the second one I really like, though. Really? Interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yeah. Only, I like the dad in the second one. That's really the only part I like. I think I, I did, too. I love the dad in the second one. But, so. the, but the kids on the bus didn't do much for me. But I love the first one with Justin Long and the, and, and the his sister, the characters, the everything. I just I thought it was great. Um, yeah, but the, that new one is cheaply made, and it, it doesn't even look the same. To be honest with you, it's oh, okay. very it's very CGI heavy. Oh, gotcha. Up next, yeah, up next was a um, a Disney Plus movie called Werewolf by Night. Um, I don't really know much about this movie. So I, it's something to do with the Marvel universe. I don't know much about it, but it's really good. It's a really good movie. I I really liked it. Um, a lot really gory for Disney Plus. I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Okay. Uh, up next was rewatch of the Mephisto Waltz. Have you, have you, do you know what this one is? Mm-mm. Came out in 1971. Um, old dying Satanist arranges to transfer his soul into the body of a young concert pianist. Uh, Alan Alba was is in there. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, up next was a rewatch of Zodiac. Love that movie. Uh, up next was uh, this this uh, Halloween. There's been a lot of family. Halloween movies they've come out and I watched a lot of those first one I watched was Curse of Crom um, just a little family uh, cross, Curse of Crom The Legend of Halloween uh, it, was, it was pretty decent uh, next was a witch movie called She Will that's on Shudder um, <laughs> there's a <laughs> my kids and I watched a movie called Monster High the movie there's a Monster High uh, live action movie <laughs> Like um, the like the dolls, like yes, yes, like the dolls, yes. Like it's like like real like, people, people. Yes, yes, yes. Where you find that at? My daughter would probably want to watch that one. Um, I not I can't remember exactly. I think it might be Paramount Plus. It's one of those streaming services. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. daughter would appreciate that one. So yeah, yeah. Of course, Netflix had one called The Curse of Bridge Hollow. That one was pretty good. Um. Uh. It's a theme, and and I, of course I watched that one. And I also watched Spirit Halloween too. That was a new one that dropped. And of course these themes are like similar to Goosebumps, which I already rewatched that too. About these, you know, um, things coming to life, you know, Halloween um, stuff coming to life and everything. But still pretty fun. Uh, I rewatched Hubie, Hubie Halloween, that Adam Sandler movie. I love that movie. I watched that one uh, every Halloween. Try to. Yeah. Um, Grim Cuddy. That's a new one that came on um, Hulu. It was pretty decent. I, I didn't hate it. I thought it was pretty good. I, I think it might have been that creepy pasta sort of stuff. It kind of had that feel to me. But it, the, the the creature was very creepy. 
And he's like a guy where you see him, and when you see, when you see him, it makes you cut yourself and stuff. It was really weird. Um, wait, wait, wait. What was this called? It's called Grim Cuddy. Grim Cuddy? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This one, I like, I'm familiar with most of these movies that you're rattling off, but this one, I'm like, I don't know this one. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It, it's weird. Um, yeah, so uh, next was, uh, of course, Joe Bob. Have had a Halloween hoot and anything. Yeah, I watched that. Had Elvira in it. And Elvira's ha- uh, uh, haunted woods in the. the I saw uh, you. Yeah, it sounded our, like you were our, gonna say Elvira's hot. <laughs> Elvira's haunted hills. I think it was. Uh, and uh, popcorn. They played popcorn. Uh, I love. Yeah, popcorn's good. <laughs> yeah, I like up, that movie. Up next was Absolutely. Boxing Helena. Have you seen that movie? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, that movie! Put that on your list. That movie you have to watch. Boxing Helena, um, where came out in 1993. Okay. Uh, Julian Sands. Okay. A surgeon becomes obsessed with the seductive woman he once had an affair with, refusing to accept that she has moved on. Well, uh, he amputates her limbs and holds her captive in his mansion. It's a great movie. And where do where do you stream this one at? Uh, you're gonna have to find that one on YouTube. Okay. Uh, Okay. Pretty hard. Pretty hard to find. No worries. Uh, but okay. but worth it. Worth it. Great movie. Uh, I like it. it. You know, Julian Sands maybe a little overactor, but still, it, it it's good. Bill Paxton's in it too. Uh, up next was Dario Argento's new movie, Dark Glasses. That one dropped on Shutter. Um, decent. Gore was good. You know, I have a problem with these movies about blind uh, protagonists. You know, I, I don't know. I, just, there's something about it to me, just like. You expect these blind people to do all these miraculous things, but they're blind. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so it's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Up next was VHS 1999 or VHS 99. The new one that came out, the anthology VHS. Yeah. You like those movies? Yeah. Uh, I not, not a big fan. Not I've big seen, fan. not, I've seen all of them, but yeah. Uh, not in a really long time, though. The new one I haven't seen. Okay, there's certain parts to like a lot of my like. I mean, they're hit or miss. But I, I thought I found most of this one pretty enjoyable. I didn't find any of them like stand out. It's like, oh my god, that's the best. But I thought all of them were pretty good, pretty okay. decent. Um, okay. Up next was Matriarch. Uh, that was on Hulu, I believe. Okay. Uh, it's a weird little sort of culty film. Not too bad. Uh, next one I want to talk about is my first time watching Baby Blood. Uh, I really like this movie. You know, this is a crazy movie. This is considered one of the French extreme movies. But this one is a little different because you know how like Mars and all them came out in 2007, eight, something like that. This one came out in 1990. Is this a, is this a French film? It is, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think we had talked about it at some point. So, yeah. were you happy with it? I, I was. I was happy with it. When, it, but now listen. But it's not as you can't. It's not played straight like Martyrs and Inside and stuff like that is. Uh, it, when a when a strange creature crawls into a woman's uterus, she becomes a killer in order to feed the tiny terror growing within her. I mean, you have to give a lot of descent. <laughs> you have to get a, a lot of a suspension of disbelief here because this thing inside her keeps talking to her and stuff. But it's very bloody, very gory. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, very, very much a good film. 
Okay. Um, All right. Up, up next was a documentary, You're So Cool Brewster, Volume 2, which focuses on Fright Night Part 2. The original documentary focused on the original. This one focuses on Part 2, and I love Part 2. So that one was cool to check out. Up next was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You heard about this movie? Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's a new A24 movie. Okay. Uh, and a lot of young people. Um, it was okay. It was kind of what I thought it would be, probably. Uh, there are a couple of twists that I like about it. Um, but I, to be honest, I really wanted all these people in this movie to die. So, you know, I was like, sure, bring it on. Kill, kill them all. <laughs> um, up next was a little movie, a little British movie called Let the Wrong One In, which is a play on Let the Right One In. There's a little f- horror comedy about vampires. Did have Anthony Stewart Head from Buffy in it. Um, a little funny, you know, nothing major. I've actually uh, seen that one. <laughs> you've seen it? Awesome. What, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think? I just thought it was just... It's silly, right? It's yeah, silly. I just thought it was just... I just thought it was funny. I mean, I I walked away with a laugh, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what right. you have to do on that one. Right, yeah. It's not Tucker and Dell funny, but it's... Yeah, it's so Yeah, yeah. Up next was Significant Other. Uh, I think this one is on Hulu, maybe? I'm not sure exactly. But this one is uh, about the two who goes camping and they run into this strange force and it sort of overtakes one of them. I uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was is, really good. Is it an alien movie or no? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen this one too. <laughs> okay. I thought yeah, it was really it. good. I thought it was pretty good. I, I like the way it kind of shifted everything. Okay. Um, sort of a focus on the, you know, the patriarchy, I guess, in a way. But um, up next was some revisits, The Exorcist, The Exorcist 3, Silence of the Lamb, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, up- I've done a <laughs> lot of rewatches this yeah. month. Yeah. A ton. Um, up next was Nope. I watched Nope. Nope. I don't know this one. Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope. 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 You don't know it? Uh, <laughs> nope. Is it uh, a nope? Don't watch it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I okay. like it. I, I, like okay. it. I, I don't think it's great. I mean, I didn't love it or anything, but I thought it was pretty good. It's another alien movie. Uh, pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, I mean, there were some parts in there that maybe didn't have to be in there, I thought, but, you know, it was overall pretty decent. Okay. We talked about Terrifier 2. I did a revisit of The Monster, which I really like that movie, if you haven't seen. Um, I watched a silly movie with Danny Trejo, um, Vamp Father. Uh, I watched The Invitation, which is that new vampire movie. Um, I, it was okay. I didn't really love it. I mean, to be fair, I watched the PG-13 version, and there is an unrated version, but... Nothing really. Nothing we haven't really seen before there. Um, up next was Resurrection movie just dropped on Shutter with Rebecca Hall. Okay. Um, it's a horror movie, but it plays out more way more like a psychological drama than horror. I mean, I guess you could say horror at the end. But this is more again. This is more of a, uh, talking about the patriarchy. Uh, but yeah, kind of like Men was if you ever saw Men. But Men was done a little bit better than this one. Rebecca Hall delivers a great performance and everything, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's not great, but 
yeah, I mean, it's pretty good, pretty decent for okay. a one-time watch. Okay. And then, and then uh, the rest of it is just like tons of shows. I mean, there's been so many shows. Uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. I've watched uh, the first couple of those. Walking Dead's back. I watched a couple of those. American Horror Story is back. I watched the first three, I think, of that one. Uh, the Midnight Club. Um, I watched that. That's the Mike Flanagan thing. Chucky. I watched a couple of those. Uh, the Watcher. I watched that one. Jeffrey Dahmer's tapes. I watched that. Watched the first one of Let the Right One In the, sh- the show. I watched a few of Interview with a Vampire in the show. I watched um, uh, uh, the scare. Um, Queer for Fear, the documentary on Shudder. I watched 101 Scariest Movie Moments of All Time on Shudder. I mean, there's just so much. I know. The, it's the month of October that I'm kind of like you. That's why I was like, hey, I'm going to pick like my top three things to talk yeah. about. Because, yeah. damn, my list could go on and on and on and on and it was, on. It was um, crazy. It's, it was it's, crazy. But this is this is our month. This is our month. Um, it's It's funny that you can find and stream so many things in the month of October. And I'm like, but for, for us, this is normal. I mean, it should be this way down 365 days out of the year. I'm just saying, (laughs) if you ever come to my house and you're like, Bridget, what's your um, Wi-Fi username? Everybody's like, Oh, I know. You're the horror 365. That's like my (laughs) Wi-Fi username. I won't right. tell you the password, but uh, <laughs> or three sixty five. That's got to be Bridget right there, right? But yeah, um, yeah. That's no. That's awesome. Damn, damn. You've had like a long month. No, I have two. I have two. I, it's. I mean, it's, there's so much right to now. To be honest, I left some stuff out. That's not even on it. But you know, I know. There's same, just, same. It's just on. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I I love having new content, but yeah, it's just when there's just like there was certain things. There's like Tubi has that new Terror Train, which I haven't seen that one. Uh, I didn't hear good things about it, but um, there, there's so many things I didn't even get to because you know what, ran out of time. <laughs> I'll get same, to same. That's yeah. that's why I just kind of pick like my top three that right talk about um, right because damn God, I've watched so many rewatches and. Sometimes it's good to go back. You know, sometimes it's good to go back and rewatch things. Sometimes, you know, you might be oh, having a bad well, day or you might be in a bad state of mind and go back and rewatch it. And, oh. and and sometimes if it's it's really deep, you might pick up on things you didn't pick up the first time. So oh, sure. I, I love yeah. rewatches. So, yes, yes, but I, I wrote a bunch of these down as you were talking. So I'm like, oh my God, I have a whole list. There you go. Um, yeah. I bet our listeners have a pretty good list too. Awesome. Love it. Right. Uh, well, you ready to talk to our guest? Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's talk to her. I'm really excited about it. All right. Cool. Let's bring her on. Okay. Sweet. All right, so um, tonight we have Angela, also known as the Horror Ghoul. You can look her up on Instagram. She's a huge horror enthusiast. Um, uh, so, hey, Horror Ghoul. Angela, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Well, thanks Hi for there. coming on. Yeah, thanks for asking me. Uh, awesome. So, we have, a, we have a lot to talk about Um First, first, you know, I don't know you that well, so I don't know if Mike knows you that well or not, but um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Like, how'd you get into horror and 
Um, what are, are you doing anything currently with horror? Are you just a horror enthusiast and a collector? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no, it started from as early as I can remember. Um, my love for horror, I, it just, it, I think even as early as five, I remember watching horror movies, like kind of sneaking in the hallway and peeking into my parents' bedroom. And it's, it's just stuck. It's, um, it's something, you know, I've always looked forward to every Friday and Saturday nights. And um, back, back when I was growing up, I, I'm, was born in the 70s so early 80s i was growing up mm-hmm. and you know when i remember when my stepdad christmas and we had our first vcr and it was wow this massive brick i'd never heard of it and like my mind right. exploded and it was the coolest thing it was so life you know transforming and um mm-hmm. because before we would just go to the movie theaters obviously the drive-in a lot and so this yeah. was this was a game changer and, and then the video stores and, you know, we had a couple of mom, pa video stores and, and that was it. I could just ride my bike and go pick up the movies. And I had a, a friend whose parents worked at a mom, pa video store. So you'd go to their house and they had walls covered in copies of movies that they would get from work. And that's, I, I could watch all the horror I wanted, you know, over there and it's, it's just stuck. So, and yes. then yeah. fast forward today, I'm an adult who uh, has a job and can afford <laughs> collecting lots and lots of horror things. So that's well, I wanted to talk about what I do. I want to talk about that a little bit with you, Angela, because just looking at your Instagram, now I collect movies. I feel like I consider myself a, a collector, but I feel like you and correct me if I'm wrong, you are a, a, a connoisseur of that, right? You're just <laughs> collecting stuff all the time. Is that, is that correct? I, you Am know, I, I, I tend to, yes. Um, I am I, one of those people that, you know, I, I, I love horse. So I, I, and I'll never shame anybody for whatever style of horror, whether if it's mainstream, you know, obscure, whatever, just, I -hmm. I, I take it all in. I think it's one of the most amazing genres because it's truly is the only genre that is really focuses. It's, it's per the individual, what scares us. It's so subjective. And on top of that, it, it has such a, it's, I always think of horror as like the big umbrella and underneath mm. it is so many subgenres, and it just whatever mood you're in, you can find it. You can't say that about any other genre in the you know in the movie field. I feel, and right. so I I really just collect everything and anything that I know will catch my fancy or that is rare. Maybe if it's hard to find, I, you know, and my mu- movie collection isn't that large. It's I I probably have about a thousand a little over a thousand or so at the moment but uh, okay you know it's, I it's mean, not that's horrible pretty, that's <laughs> pretty great actually <laughs> i love it i'm impressed so <laughs> so like you said there's so many like sub genres in in just horror alone so what what do you think your fa- do you have a favorite like what's your what's your go-to you do know you have- i I really, I don't because I appreciate so many areas of the genre that it's, it, it really depends on my mood. What am I feeling? 
that mm-hmm. night, you know, or that moment that I want to watch a horror movie. Right. And, and that's what I like about having such a diverse collection is that I can go to whatever I'm in the mood for, you right. know. Right. And how do you feel about today's horror as opposed to growing up in the 80s and 90s and stuff? Do you, do you uh, still love it? You still, you still think it's uh, as good as, as then, better? What, what's your thoughts? Well, I, 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 first of all, nostalgia is always going to play a role. So sure. reflecting back onto the movies that uh, I love, even now, they're still my comfort. So mm-hmm. I, it, I'm going to have a, a bias towards those. Um, however, I do feel that we have seen some really great movies. I mean, I could just name a couple um, kind of even across the board. I mean, you have um, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. That's yeah. the first movie in a while that actually, you know, and I'm so desensitized at the bottom. <laughs> so I think, I think and, we all are right now. And, yeah. And that movie was not only an amazing, like, emotional kind of drama between mm-hmm. the son and the father, but this this whole mystery unfolding and plus it's a witch and I love witch movies as well. And then it was so eerie and creepy and I was just like, Ooh, I mean, there were parts where I was, I actually felt myself like a little scared to, to watch. And I'm like, you know, even when you haven't had that in so long. Yes. It, it, so that's definitely a great one. Um, I, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people want to write on like even a, some A24 films or, or, um, like maybe consider like some of them highbrow films, you know, I, there's still like, I, I definitely consider Midsommar. I, I really enjoy that. I did. I didn't know what to think when I first saw that. And mm-hmm. after I saw it again and it was like, it hit me. I, I just felt like I could. I don't, it was very relatable in a weird way. And, and that movie still is um, still just love that movie. I love the strength and watching the strength of the lead character really develop. Um, but then, but do, you know, do you I feel mean, like there's, do, you, do you feel like there's any connection now with the, the wicker man there? Cause that's kind of what, what I'm I sorry. Was. With the wicker man. Um, I think just in the sense of, uh, it, I mean, it, you have a, a pagan, you know, background with the Wicker Man, obviously, and mm-hmm. you're going to kind of get some sort of a pagan feel as well with Midsummer. Um, I just feel that it's a completely different way of telling it in the sense that you have, well, for the most part, not everybody's volunteering their life, but you do even have like the villagers that are volunteering, you know, as they get older, you know, everybody's in agreement with what we're doing here. And, um, but still it's, it's, it's beautiful in that sense, that shared pain, the shared happiness the you know, especially because I think in Western society, we definitely don't see that, you know, uh, it's this very independent type of style. And, and and I think you get that with our horror movies too, even um, where when you watch, this is why I always encourage people, don't worry about subtitles. You're missing out if you don't explore different cultures and, and you know, what their horror movies have to offer. It's uh, 
just because, you know, you can take in their political climate or their, you know, their classes climate or even just the, the family and how, how they handle things because they are less of an individualistic society, you know, than than the Western. Yes. Bridget, you're you're always saying that, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. That is so funny. So, yes, you sound sound a lot like me right now. I I have a question for you. Um, you, Sure. I'm I'm changing the subject a little bit. You started off by telling us, it reminded you reminded me so much of me. You're like, oh my gosh, I started watching horror movies when I was like, e little bitty. I and you were like, I was the one like creeping down the stairs and wasn't supposed to be watching this. That was totally me. I remember it like it was yesterday, and uh-huh. my poor parents kept trying to put on the Dukes of Hazard for me to watch. And I was like, I don't want to watch the Dukes of Hazard. I want to watch this damn movie y'all are watching. And it yeah. was, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was Children of the Corn. So it was the mm-hmm. first horror movie and they finally just give in to me. Okay, fine. If you want to watch it, fine. So do you remember, do you remember the first um, horror movie that you ever watched? Um, you know, I have always thought long and hard and I think because I even at such an early age watched so many and I was so scared and, but I just, there was something about that, that thrill, that fear that it was so incredible and intox- intoxicating to me that it, it, it is always stuck, but I would I can remember a couple, but I can't remember the very first one. So a couple of them that I remember seeing, and I mean, scared the crap out of me i night of the living dead was an early one for me like the like the original original okay Mm -hmm. okay it's a good one and and then um i remember seeing um night of the demon and that really freaked me out too um yeah yeah. and then i remember seeing and sounds so silly when i look back at it now but amityville horror because i thought it was real yeah. So yeah. and and you know my mom had the book and I'm like oh my god this is what happened you know and I, I was young when that came out so mm-hmm. to a child and you know if you're raised somewhat religious and and you see this you're like oh, holy crap um, I didn't see The Exorcist a little later on that's definitely still one of my solid favorites but um, I can I and I remember seeing Carrie too, and I wasn't as scared of that, but I remember seeing Carrie as a kid. So, yeah, that's that's one thing different about um, movies back in the seventies and eighties. Like a lot of your mainstream, like no one had seen things like this before. So when a movie like that come out, everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." Today, yeah. you might not be a surprise. So everybody's going so above and beyond to try to 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 do better than that. But you, as, as a child in the 70s and 80s, we always are like, damn, well, if you were if you were in our shoes back then. Uh, well, I think extreme horror even. I mean, and I know people use that term. I mean, you could even use it because under extreme horror, we have all different types, you know, of, of horror, I feel. So, I mean, even as early as, you know, the the 80s and stuff, I mean, you had 
like Videodrome, you had The Thing, mm-hmm. you had Hellraiser, you had The Fly. I mean, these movies were like, whoa. And then even before that, for me, was uh, my favorite Wes Craven movie was Last House on the Left. I saw uh-huh. that and I was like, whoa, I loved how gritty and raw it felt, you know, grant you, it had some cheesy parts in it, but it still, I mean, some of the scenes were just intense because it maybe as a female seeing that as well and knowing how you can be bullied by, you know, two men and, and be abused and just watching that all go down and how it was just like the one character, how she just kind of was like accepting her fate, you know, and it's mm-hmm. heartbreaking at the same time. So I like extreme movies um, that have a purpose. Um, okay. Like Ex- we could explain talk- that. So yeah. I always look at like, you know how you have like the guinea pig films mm-hmm. and those, and, and, and I just use that as an example to me a lot of those types of films serve absolutely no purpose but to shock. And so when somebody is like, oh, God, I love horror. I love those type of extreme movies and everything. Um, A friend and I were just having this conversation. We feel that those people just want to sound more like they're above everybody else. Because look at what enjoyment do you really get out of a movie like that? You know, I mean, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like when you see faces of death as a kid and you're told it's real and you're watching this and you're like, whoa, this is not, no, this is really messed up, you know, cause as a kid and you're seeing faces of death and you're believing it, you know, but right. as an adult and you're watching this stuff and it, it serves no intellectual, it serves no emotional. It's just, it's just gore to be gore, you know, torture to be torture. And that's not really appealing to me. I mean, you have other films um, that, you know, like I know um, a Serbian film. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of discussion about that one, but, sure. and then you'll have, and to me, it, it, this will also span off another topic of frustration, but you have a Serbian film, which is really looking at Eastern Europe, you know, Europe, specifically Serbia and how the climate is, especially going through, you know, so many years of war and and how the government treats its people and so forth. And then you have a film like Salo, which is 120 Days mm-hmm. of Sodom. Yep. And that's looking at fascism. So you have this film that is so revered. It's part of the Criterion, Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. And in some ways is almost even more vulgar and offensive in in the actions than a Serbian film, and they both have a they both have a very you know important message they're trying to get across about their home country, and you have one that's revered and the other that even to this day is still shunned, is still misunderstood, and and I don't know if that's has to do with the fact that the Serbian film is taking place so close to the current climate, whereas when um, the director, um, I think it's uh, Pusolini or whatever, who did Salo, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, his film was based in right around, I think, 44 or 45 in Italy. And so I, when he made it, that was in the 70s. So there's, there's at least a little bit of buffer 
from when, you know, Mussolini was in power and, and fascism and all of that. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how much that really played a role in it, you know, or plays a role in it. But I always find that interesting that people just want to push like movies like that away as opposed to going, oh, wow, there's there's more here. You know, there's a point to this well i think i think probably because they're looking at it at a very surface surface level and when you look at serbian film from a surface level you're not going to see those metaphors you know so you, you won't see the metaphors with the baby stuff you know yeah well and so, and that stuff will really repulse a lot of americans you know <laughs> yeah and and you know even with um him you know like that you know, his whole point in that whole scene was, you know, we're raped from birth and it doesn't right. stop even after your death. So it's, right. it's, it's not even a metaphor. It's basically saying this is it, you know, in a sense. So yeah, it's, it's there. And they're both so beautifully shot. I mean, they're just gorgeous films. They're so well done. And, mm. and um, I was going to ask you guys another one. I don't really hear anybody talk about it and, God, forgive me if I'm not saying it correctly, but it's called um, Thantomorphos. Oh yeah, you guys heard that French Canadian horror. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think, I I don't think I know this one. Mm -hmm. So you want to tell us about um, for (laughs) me and other listeners? You want to tell us about it a little bit? No, so I would. So I know sometimes it gets compared to like the American contracted. Um, Yeah, but that's I don't agree with that. No, no, no. I think anyway, contracted came out after contracted came out after, right? Yes, I I would. I always thought it was inspired about from that movie. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, but no, they're totally, totally different. Uh, Yeah, very Uh, much so. Yeah, you have uh, so this um. The main character, it, it, it's neat because it pretty much, it, it takes place just in her apartment. And so you already feel very isolated, like she does. And you only see outside of her apartment in kind of like dream sequences or flashes that they might have. But she's, she's um, like a failing sculptor. She has a very abusive friend that comes over and they basically have sex. And that's about it. Um, and so she develops like this ailment and she, she slowly deteriorates and you watch her. And when I say deteriorate, I mean, (laughs) she's dying. She's like decaying. (laughs) She's literally decaying and she'll still, even as she's decaying, she'll still have sex. So I think that's where the comparison (laughs) between this and contracted could come into play. Um, And at no point does either character seek medical attention. Mm. Um, But you just, it's, it's really about like this physical state and how it just, it means nothing. But yet the, I remember reading the director said he was fascinated by the fact that even when, like, when you know you're dying, people become very sexually active. And that's, I think, why he included that so much into his movie is because there's still that, that fight in people to, to live, even when mm. you're dying. And you're watching her, and it's, it's just the fact that she's so isolated and alone and is really doing nothing to fight it. It's very silent, and it's like, it's it's disturbing watching it, but it's also kind of heartbreaking. 
mm-hmm. I feel in a, in a way as well. well okay, so. what, tell me the name of this movie again. Uh, <laughs> you're going to make me try to say this again. Yes. Um, Thanatomorphos? Is that close? That's That sounds about right to me, yeah. yeah. Okay, so for our listeners out there, um, um, be like me, let's go check this movie out. And we'll follow up with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it sounds it sounds really good, and I'm and I'm picking up on everything you're putting down. Um, I feel like I can relate to a lot of the things that you're saying about um, how everyone relates to to and everyone everyone with extreme horror. Extreme is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For everyone, I can ask my 16-year-old who doesn't even watch horror movies. I was like, what is it that scares... Like, she won't even watch horror movies, but I'm like, what is it that scares you? Like, what? what's your fear? She's like, Mom, I do not like cannibalism. I don't like it. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, it doesn't bother me, like, at all. Like, it wouldn't even make me even flinch or anything. But everyone's horror is so different. Um and it's uh, I think I think it's with movies, I think it's really big that, you know, we watch a, a big variety and, you know, it's it's all about pushing limits and things. So yes. while we're talking about pushing limits, um, so, our, you know, our podcast is extreme horror. So I know that you're in extreme horror, obviously, because mm-hmm. we've talked about <laughs> it. So do you have any favorite extreme horrors or any that you've watched and you're like ah you had to turn it off or can we can we push your limits a little bit and talk about anything that you just was like no i can't watch this yes i can tell you okay i will i will not watch any i well that's not true it might still stay on, but if the whole movie is going to be centered around this or a lot of the movie, I won't watch it. And that is any animal cruelty. I, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see animals being killed or really, you know, like even before acts were set into place, like, you know, you'll see with a lot of the Italian and so forth, you know, a cannibal Holocaust is known for that too. There weren't Mm -hmm. rules set in place. So they're live animal kills. Well, they really were like killing animals. That's what I'm saying. So, so, and I don't, I don't want to see that. If you knew, (laughs) I not, I get that a hundred percent. If, but if you knew that it was fake and at the end of the movie um, and the credits are like no animals were harmed during this movie would that bother it, you still it's 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 torturing and yeah. like yeah. if 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 there was a movie that focused on that then i wouldn't be interested i got you you know um like you can torture a person all you want that doesn't bother me but if you were to sit there and just torture an animal and abuse and all that I, even if it's fake honestly i i just I, that would be a weak spot for me. Other than that, I probably won't turn it off unless you're really boring me. And I mean, I've seen a couple movies that are so pretentious and really it was just downright boring. Um, Mm. But it's very rare. It is so rare. I will not watch or give a movie a chance or um, sit through it. (laughs) No, I can, I can understand. I love my fur babies. Um, I love my fur babies. I'm like, you know, animal torture scenes don't bother me, but 
but you got those those old school movies like Cannibal Holocaust where they really were killing animals on set. And you, you got to think about that. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'll just kind of look away. I'm just yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't want to see it. especially when I know it's real. I'll just yeah. kind of look away. Um, but obviously, if it's just like a quick little scene in a, in a movie. You know, like Satan's Little Helper. I was just watching that the other day, and and the you know he comes by and takes the black cat and slams him, mm. and you know I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that, but I'm like, okay, it's it's fake, but you know. Right. What do you movie. What do you think? I, that is a good movie. That's a good little Halloween gym. I feel like. it is. It is, <laughs> and you know it's fun. Uh, so I don't have you guys seen? I just recently watched this. It's it's a Spanish or Mexican. Uh, the filmmakers um, from Mexico, but it, it's called We Are the Flesh. I don't think so. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, okay it's it's on Shutter right now. And um, it was it's it was, I just found it really kind of interesting because even I sat there going, "What the heck am I watching?" <laughs> um, it's 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 really interesting, and it it's um, I, I won't go too much into it, but basically you see um, this. It's in Mexico, and it looks very apocalyptic. You think you think that everything's you know been in shambles for years, and there's this um, very and the lead actor. He's he's an amazing um, Spanish actor, but um, or from Mexico, and it not much is going on. You're just trying to you're kind of watching him. He's in this abandoned building, and and he's kind of made it his his shelter. And this brother and sister team stumble upon him. And basically the, the thing is, is he's like, it, it's, you can stay here and, you know, I'll let you survive, but it's gotta be on my terms. And he, he's really like this Luciferian kind of character and it, he really pushes and changes the worldview. And um, it, it's, it's, it's very interesting, like I said, and, and the ending, it's a twist. And it's funny because before we, I even hit the twist in the beginning, I was questioning something and it tied in with the twist. But there's so much going on in the middle that you kind of let it go. You can't hmm. help but let it go. And then right. once you see the ending, you're like, whoa, <laughs> wow. You know, and um it, it was, like I said, really interesting. And for that role, because it does have incest. Um, that's one of the things. It's about letting go of everything and um, kind of like societal rules and such. And um, the, the director, actually, the, the lead um, brother, he, was, he had a sister. And he wanted to have a real brother and sister in this role. And he thought mm. that would have been pushing it too far. So, um, as somebody who has a brother, I am very uh, grateful uh, for that because uh, <laughs> I'm like ill. Right. And this is we we are the flesh. Uh huh. And you can stream it right now on Shutter. Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Cool. Um. So, uh, let's talk about let's talk about because you know we're extreme horror. Yeah. Uh, what are your uh, top favorite extreme horror movies top three Ooh, top three there we go top three 
Mm. Ooh, it's a hard question, isn't it? This is. This is because it goes back to what do you consider, you know, extreme right. horror. Well, it's different for it's, everybody. It's, it is so, different for everyone. So I for can, you, oh, for you, what's, about, what's your top three? Um... You know, it's funny because, and just the side caveat, is there's some that you can revisit, but you can't revisit often. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> they, they can take a, a lot out of you. Like, I'll visit a Serbian film and Martyrs and Raw, um, but, you know, I, I kind of do it a little and, you know, a couple of times a year at most. Um, mm-hmm. Human Centipede's another one that's maybe a one-time-a-year thing. <laughs> But I would say Videodrome is a yeah. great one. Um, the Thane yeah. is still one of mine. And The Fly, Hellraiser. I mean, those they're more mainstream, but they're still... They, I felt like, especially like Videodrome and, and Hellraiser. I mean, I feel those really for their time were pushing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Boundaries for and, sure. and stuff. And and I like that. And and I really feel like I spit on your grave and last house definitely kind of pushed that as well um, for their time. But those um, aren't ones that you just want to watch like, oh, my God, every time it comes on TV, <laughs> I want to just like turn it on and watch it. Right. <laughs> I understand yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. It, it, it really depends. I mean, uh, like I'll watch Hostel anytime that doesn't bother mm-hmm. me to me that's easy nothing's going on great i'm sitting there you know um but hellraiser and the fly and, and the thing like those are definitely comfort movies to me because they're from childhood um teeth is really good i don't know yeah. if you guys saw that oh, one yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Love it. Love it. Totally different. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, and I'll say the one time watch, and I don't know if I'll be able to revisit it, was um, Necromantic 1 and 2. Oh, Oh, (laughs) I I love those. (laughs) I had those on my list forever, and I finally checked them off my list probably about three years ago. But I was like, I remember. Sad, this song is so catchy, though. Oh it's one of those God. great relaxing songs. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I know, right? <laughs> I remember I was just getting in a relationship and my, my, he was my boyfriend at the time. He was really into like football. I hate sports. It's not my thing. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm going to sit back in the bedroom and watch horror movies while you watch your little football game. And he walked back in on a commercial and I'm watching this. He's like, what the fuck are you <laughs> watching? I was like, yeah, I know. Don't think anything different about me. I'm like really into this movie right now. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But those and, no, those are good ones. <laughs> but I will say, it even as in the edits are, are goofy and everything. I think that's actually the one thing is like the edits can be a little goofy in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating. It's but it's, you guys, you have to appreciate extreme, it about it. You have to appreciate absolutely. that. You know, no, absolutely. And and the taboo, and we all know it's been done before. I mean, we're no fool. There's been plenty of you know, cases out in the world throughout history right. of this happening. Um, 
And it's odd what it triggers in you when you're watching it because you're like, okay, no. Now, me coming from somebody who's experienced working or being around dead bodies in different stages, I know that's not sexy. (laughs) I know that there's a scent involved and there's a lot of stuff going on. But when you're watching the movie itself and there's that distance, obviously, there's something, it's mind-blowing you know, in, in some ways, but I like yeah. to challenge something. If me personally it challenges something right. in me. Hey, so hey, Bridget. I appreciate it. Hey. hey, what was that movie that, that I told you to watch on uh, that short film uh, uh, that took place in the morgue? Remember that Yo, one? Oh my yes. God. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, oh shit. I don't know. I was thinking about that other day because I wanted to, I wanted to rewatch it. <laughs> no judgment here, okay? I was like, oh my God, it was so good. It was like, what, 15 minutes long? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's like a half an hour or something. Yeah, it's, it's a um, short film for sure. Yeah, it's not that long. Um, it'll come to me in a Yeah, for lucky, I can't think of it. Aftermath. Yet. There you go. Oh, it is aftermath. Holy mm-hmm. shit. She pulled that shit out of nowhere. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, I just watched it not that long ago, actually. And my, Mike was like, hey, you need to watch this. And I was so sucked into it. I was like, oh my God. Is it really gonna is it really gonna happen? Is that really is he really gonna do that? Is that really gonna happen? Oh shit, it did happen. You know, I was so good. I love <laughs> oh, I'm not sick or twisted or anything, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it well, you know, you have these movies and it, like that, and like the last two we just mentioned, and it's um I think it's a great example. You have one guy who makes you feel like an aftermath. He feels sleazy. It feels mm-hmm. like he's taking advantage. But then when you look at Necromantic, you see this female character and it's like, no, she really loves, I, I know it sounds <laughs> silly, but she really loves this, this corpse. Yeah, you know, it yeah. really means something to her. For some reason, she has connected, and so they are two completely. It's same concept in a sense, you know, yeah, but two different uh, emotions that are at play. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is gonna sound really fucked up for me to say, but I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there. I guess it's whatever floats your boat. <laughs> 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 Hey, you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm not a kink, I'm like, I, I'm not a kink shamer. <laughs> are you are you ready to do some quotes? I'm are ready, ready for quotes. Are you ready for quotes? So we do this we do this thing, um, Angela, we do this thing where um I love movie quotes. And I'd like to prod myself in them, but sometimes Mike catches me off guard. I can uh-huh. usually get like one out of his five or however many he has, but I okay. always do it with the person that we're interviewing. So he's going to throw a movie quote out there and you and I together, we'll see who can get it first. And we're going to try to come off with the movie. Oh, 
The movie oh quote, what movie it's from. Oh, no, I, I have a feeling that you're going to probably kick my ass on this one. No, I'm usually, I get too nervous and then I can't think. So. I do, I do well, it, it, I do it too, like every, every damn podcast. I do it too. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I fucking knew this. Why can't I come off with it? But it's yeah. fun. It's fun. I love doing it. So, um, are you, are you ready for, are you ready for this challenge, Angela? <laughs> Sure. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know how much of a challenge it'll be, but we'll try. <laughs> I got you. All right, guys. I got five quotes. Here's okay. number one. You ready? Yep. If you were going to take over the world, would you blow up the White House Independence Day style or sneak in through the back door? So it's an apocalypse movie. Am I right? No, no. I wouldn't say apocalypse. But when you think of Independence Day, what do you think of? Other other than apocalypse, what? (laughs) I keep thinking, my brain keeps going apocalypse movies. Angela, you got anything on this one? Uh, If you're in a blow, I would think an alien type invasion movie. There you go. Is it alien? Nope. Oh. N- no, it wouldn't be that. It'd be more current. Say it uh, one more time, Mike. Say the quote one more time. If you were going to take over the world, would you blow up the White House Independence Day style or sneak in through the back door? In perhaps a little small town. It sounds familiar, too. I'm trying to think. All right. I'm ready for a hint. Give me a hint. Give us a hint. All right. It takes place in a school. For the most part. Cooties? Did you say cooties? No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, that does take it, place in school. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it's, it's not that new, though. It's not oh, okay. that new. It's not it's that a, new. Okay. A little bit older. A little bit older than that. Um, I feel like it's the, ch- I don't know the name of it. Oh my God. Is it, how, is it like, um, maybe like, n- like early nineties, late eighties? Um, you're close. It's the not faculty. early. That's what, that's exactly what I was trying to come up with. <laughs> I was like, faculty. I was like, what the fuck is the name of the movie? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what year was that movie? I was thinking it think was it, like late 80s, early 90s. It's, it's 98, 99. Oh, was it 2000? Oh, shit. Is I'm it 100%? But oh, I thought it might okay. be it's, early it's, 2000. It's either 99, 2000. It's right in there. Yeah. Okay. It's right in there. That's right in the there. movie yeah. I was thinking of, but I was thinking it was way older. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. All right, awesome. All right. You ready for the next one? Ready. Ready. Tonight's the night. Um, I don't. Oh, I have for. I hope. I hope my man comes home and says that to me later on tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Tonight's my baby. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> Tonight's the night. Yep. That's all you have. That's really vague. <laughs> That's all I got. That is very vague. I'm That's, like, 
that's yeah. a rough one. Yeah, well, the, no, yeah. here, here's your first hint. It's not okay. a movie. It's a TV show. Oh. oh. Well, forget it. I am I would be out. A TV show? Uh-huh. Tonight's the night. I, I, I don't know this one. I don't it's know a, it. It's set over narration. Mm-mm. I don't know that. Set in Miami. In what? <laughs> set what? in Miami. Miami Vice. That's the only thing I know in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking Dexter. That's Dexter. A That's it. A is okay. it is Dexter? Yes. Oh shit! I I can't believe when you said Miami. That was the only news TV show. It's <laughs> the only thing that come to my mind. I do. I I did love me some Dexter though, for real. <laughs> yes. Yes. Me too. Uh, number three. I want to play a game. Saw. Saw. Nope. Damn it. We were both <laughs> on the same page there. That's do you want to play a game? Yeah, I think it is. Do you want to play a I game? I want to play a game. Yep. Um, it was, was it a, is it, was it a child? Was it a child that said that? Nope. No. Oh. Um, it's a movie. It's a movie. Yes, it's a movie. Okay, I want to play a game. Oh, there's a couple that make me th- sorry that came to mind. Um, that one that's really good, and I I can't think of the name of the the title. Barbara Crampton's in it. If you haven't seen it, see it. <laughs> I'll have to think about the title. <laughs> Okay, give us a hint. We need a hint. Yeah. We need a hint. What do you want? I want to play a game. What do you want? I want to play a game. I want to play a game. Yes. Oh, we <laughs> did the voice and everything. Uh, is is he Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do the voice, but I want to play a game. I want to play a game, not like that. A little bit more, threatening. a little more menacing. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Is it? Um, it's not. It's it's not. Uh, oh my god! It's not a child. It's his child. Nope. Is it? It's not. It's not. Um, pet cemetery. No, it's not a child nor a pet cemetery. Damn it! Because he was like, "I played the game with, you, and I want to play a game with you." You want to play? You're right. <laughs> that, that's not it. Damn it! See that that that's like it's going to be something one. real obvious, but it, it's one of those where like so many different movies are popping in your head. So. Yeah, yeah. You got a blonde girl crying. What, what do you want? I want to play oh. a game. Oh my god, a blonde girl crying. Isn't that like most <laughs> I mean, Isn't that like, be... that's like fifty percent? I mean it could be like a home invasion, it could be like a haunt, like you know a... it could be like strangers or um Well, they they does have a mask. Does have a mask. Um it's not hush hush nope. that nope. that that's a movie, right? Hush. Mm-hmm. That is a movie. 
Okay. Um, Great movie, by the way. I know. I love that one. Right? I love that movie. I mean, it's because you, you're going to have to like, it's it's so vague that it, she's right. It's very vague. You're going to like, <laughs> like, give us a better hint. <laughs> what do you want? To see what your insides look like. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck, I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh my god, I just saw this recently too. What is I did it? too. I did too. This is the problem when you watch too many horror movies. <laughs> I know, right? To oh see what god. your insides look like. Scream. Yes. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> it took me a second. Scream. Which <laughs> scream? Was it the original? The first one. Yes. The original. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember him saying she's oh, on the phone. Sydney, I want to play uh-huh. a game. He left out the Sydney part, which threw me off. No, it was when, it's when he, I think it's when he's talking to Drew Bamworth's character because he, oh, he's like, what? Yeah, what? That's, oh, that's what what oh. in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number four. You got us on that one, Mike. I'm just saying. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Ready for number four? Ready. Jesus Christ, what happened to you? Pause. Just a little pause there. And in-laws. That's it. What? Jesus Christ, what happened to you? In-laws. Ready or not? That's oh it. look, that was awesome. <laughs> That's it. At the very end. The very end of that movie. And number five, the last one. You can't kill him. He'll just be reborn. He's forced to return to the state he was when he was killed. I feel like that's all like the main like all crazy slashers. villain, <laughs> right? Pretty much like all of them. It's like Michael and Jason. <laughs> pretty much, yes. But I know it's I know it's not any of the Halloween movies because <laughs> those nope. are my favorite franchise. <laughs> you can't kill him; he'll just be reborn. He's forced to return to the state he was when he was killed. Huh. This. It's not a Kane Hodder movie, is it? Could be. Like what? I think like a I feel like a hatchet. No, yeah. no. Okay. That's, what, that's okay. what I was. That's what. That's what I okay. was thinking. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Victor uh, Crowley. Yeah. Nope. Not Victor Crowley. Hatchet what? three. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. The what? What's his face? Tony uh, Todd. Which one was he? The one that said it? Uh, yeah, I think so. When he went uh, to the voodoo shop and yeah. So part is that two? Yeah. Part two? Part two. That's I knew it. Tony Todd said it. I couldn't think I of can't uh, believe which one that, that was. I can't <laughs> believe I actually pulled that shit out of my ass. I was nice. like, Kane Hodder movie? Because that sounds right to me. I can't believe I pulled that one out. Oh, that's oh, it. So. That's it. Cool. Awesome. All right. That's quotes. Yeah. Love, nice. love our movie quotes. Nice. That was fun. All right, Bridget, you got anything else? I don't I don't think I have anything else. Um, Angela, um, you got anything else for us? Um, no, I think I left out tons of movies that I absolutely love that I just went completely blank on. But um, like I said, if you see my Instagram, I post all the movies that I'm watching at the moment. So 
So I, we, I, I do we, watch a lot. We both. <laughs> so Mike and I both follow you on Instagram. Um, so you're Har Ghoul mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's just Har Ghoul. There's no underscore anything. It's just Har Ghoul. Yes. Har Ghoul. So if um, our listeners want to come and check you out, that's where they'll find you at, right? Is that the best yes. place? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we, cool. we really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah. And thank you so much. So it much was fun. a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we always love finding people who, who love to talk about horror and especially love all genres and aspects of it, especially the extreme stuff, because that's what we are. Hardcore horror. So, yes, thank you, Angela, for coming on. Thanks. Take care. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. You, you so that was Angela Horror Ghoul, uh, horror connoisseur, right? Very cool. Very cool to talk to her. She was great. Yeah, she was. No, she was really, she was really awesome. I loved her take on... Um, her talking about extreme horror movies and um, yeah, I love those love aren't kind of, well. Those aren't the type of movies you talk to with everybody, you know. Because, exactly, you know, exactly. And she don't a, want to go that far. <laughs> she had a different take on everything, which I loved. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah, awesome, awesome. You got anything else? Um, I don't have anything else for you. All right, I got some macabre melodies, and then that's all I got. Can all right, some? yeah, let's do it. Here we go. I'm going to make this real easy on you tonight, okay? Because it's uh, Halloween, and we got to play the goodies, the oldies but goodies, okay? Uh, okay. Simple enough. Tim Burton, Night Before Christmas. Uh-huh. You know the singer? I don't know the singer. I can't tell you no. the singer. I can tell you the song. I can tell you the movie it's from. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that version is by Marilyn Manson. Um, I wondered that, actually. I was like, there's no way. I didn't think that was legit. Yeah. I recognize his voice. That is so funny. That's so funny, but I had no idea that he did a version of that, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was actually on the soundtrack. Oh, okay, cool. All right, cool. All right, ready for number two? Ready for number two. Here we go.
I don't know. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. I wish you could have seen me like on camera or something. I'm pretty sure I just did like a fucking moonwalk and grabbed my crotch and did like the thing in the mirror. No, it's totally Michael Jackson thriller. Do you, do you like that video? Yes. John Landis. John Landis. fucking classic, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an 80s chick. Yeah. I mean, like I was born 81. So and, no, and, I love yeah. it. And, you know, before that, before that, you know, this thing what didn't really happen that much. You know, they didn't really incorporate horror into music as much, you know? Yeah. Especially in the popular it. music. But yeah, I yeah. love it. There was a lot of kids back in the day when I was a kid. I remember having um, fellows, you know, kids in elementary school. They're like, oh, my mom won't let me watch that music video. Oh, I'm scared of it. And I'm like, for real? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. It's good. I wish there were more things like that now. It need to be. It need to be more stuff like that now. Exactly. All right. You ready for the score? I'm ready. You want to guess? The score? Uh-huh. Um, is it going to be my favorite score? Probably not. Probably not. But... You don't even know what my favorite score is. So. I don't, but <laughs> you, you want to guess anyway? Um, oh, shit. Are you crazy or something? No. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> I should have known. Well, well, uh, duh, Halloween, Halloween, because it is Halloween, and the testament to that is that 40, what, 40, 44 years later, it still is terrifying as it was then. Is it 44 years? I think so. Holy shit, that is crazy. But that's that's kudos to them, kudos to them to keep it going as long as they have. Eh, did you really like the last couple movies? At least they're oh. doing it, though. Well, no, not not the films, but just the music itself. The music, the music, itself. The music is fucking terrifying. <clears throat> it's not the. It's not my favorite score. I have a. I have a favorite score of a movie that was filmed in the eighties. That it doesn't matter when I listen to this fucking score, it scares the shit out of me. So Halloween in my house is a big damn deal my house is so decorated um i have like trailers they pull these kids in like trailers like these little pull like 50 damn kids up to my house on halloween because they want to see the decorations because i go all out i put all my animatronics outside i have all Mm -hmm. the lights i dress up um, it's like a big deal. The first last year, the first little kid that come up, he's he come to me and he goes, he was like, had to be four years old. He said, "Merry Christmas." I was like, <laughs> um, "Happy Halloween!" <laughs> no, no, it's really scary at my house at Halloween. So, um, 
my favorite score I always play um, every year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what it is because maybe uh, maybe our next go around, I can play some things for you and you can guess it. <laughs> All right. Okay. I bet I bet you sure. could. It's right, no, probably I, not. It's good. Maybe probably I, not, I I know you pretty well, and I bet you could get it. But so, th- but this particular score, Halloween, I mean, it's just synonymous with the holiday. I mean, I, you know. From my youngest uh, uh, memory of watching the movie, very very young when I watched it, and and also haunted houses, you know, going to them and they were always playing his music, you know. So it's just in, ingrained as part of the horror experience for me. So every time I hear it, I love it. I wouldn't turn it off. I'd just like play it. I love it. Um, are you trying to make me have more crazy dreams tonight? Because well, you know, why not? Just uh, yeah, just. <laughs> You know, just think about Michael. And, you know, maybe he'll uh, come back and maybe cut you. Maybe not. Maybe I know that not. was the crazy. I was like, God, this string was lasting forever. It was the craziest thing. I wish I could tell you all of it. I'm like, you go into the mind of a person that's really into extreme horror and all the shit that I watch, and if you go in my brain while I'm trying to sleep, you're like. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> I love it though. I love it though. No, it was totally innocent. Um, it is. It's fun. I no, I love it, and that music still kind of creeps me out. It's creepy. totally it's, does. It's, it's so effective. So yeah, effective to, to hear to hear Carpenter tell him that you know he sent the movie without music, and everybody said this isn't scary. And then when he put the music to it, they were terrified, which is a testament to just how strong and powerful music is to film. And no, it totally is. I mean, if you think if you really think about it, and you have a film with no score, um, it's nowhere near as scary. The right. music just it, the, that's the score. It just sets it off. So nice. love it. But anyway, that's that's all I got. All right, man. Awesome. No, I don't have anything for you. Um, Mike, happy Halloween if I don't talk to you. Have a happy Halloween. All our listeners have a happy Halloween. Yes. Look me up on Instagram. It's Bridget Bridget underscore Lynn. Bridget underscore Um, because I will post a lot of videos from Halloween because we do awesome. some crazy stuff around my house. So very cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Until post Halloween, say hardcore, Bridget. Um, you stay hard. <laughs> Core. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Later. Okay. Late. Bye. Bye. Wow. It's hardcore. Nothing harder. Hardcore horror with Mike and Bridget is a part of the Tennessee 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 Horror Podcast Network.